We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. We'll do it live, fellas. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the DMBA show. Let's go. Let's go. Is. A little hump day episode for you, uh, less than a week now before we get into the NBA season. Uh, and I have a, I, I'm excited about the show. We've been thinking about it. We've been talking about it. Side quest of the season. All we ever talk about, guys, is the main quest. Yeah. We only talk about it. But we already achieved the main quest. Yeah. You know, we already achieved that. This is the year of side quests. So what are the most fun side quests we could think of? We also got some great mailbag questions. Shouts to you, the audience. For giving us some great questions for the mailbag to go over. Uh, and then, of course, our Tiny King is going to rate his favorite Tiny Kings, or maybe it's the best all-time this Tiny This is Kings. one of the more highly anticipated segments in this show's history, so I cannot wait. I know he... Uh, hours crafting it. The he, thing about this list is you if you overthink it, you could go in a hundred different directions. So true. So you just got the first five that you love. You lock it in. I feel great about my list. I can't wait for it. Look at the panel I've assembled here today. Brendan Vote is here. I'm wearing my Denver Nuggets 2023 playoff shirt because if I remember correctly, fellas, they won. That's exactly what happened. They got the main quest. They, they got won. the main they quest. The main, they completed the game. Main story's over. It's still so dope, man. Look at us, guys. Look at us. Post champions. It's unbelievable. Oh, what a treat. And then over there, the man with the wind in his hair, Harrison Wynn. Can you believe we're less than a week away from raising the banner? Less than a week. That's crazy. I know, man. It's beautiful. The raising the banner part is going to be so fun. Don't forget, by the way, Tuesday, if you're not making it to Banner Night, if you're not going to be the inside ball arena for that, where else could you be? Come here. We might right have here. a banner raising of our own. You never know. We might raise something. We might raise kind of banner of our own that uh, lives permanently in the rafters. Why not? You're going to want to be here. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you missed that one, come Friday. Friday, we're also going to be our first weekend game. Two bangers coming up next week. Also want to tease another thing. You guys know every year, before the season even begins, we find out what's going to happen from the Good Witch Ariana. Yeah. That episode's going to be on Friday. Friday. No the dude. Good Witch will be telling us the exact way the season's going to go based on the tarot cards. We won't even have to play the season. 
So from the Friday episode to the Monday surprise the, the Monday guest surprise surprise guest banner night. My God, up. this I mean, might be the worst is... show of the week. It definitely will be the <laughs> yeah, worst show will. of the week. I mean, will. Friday will be great. Monday will just be on another level for for other reasons. Yeah. And then Tuesday banner night. I'm telling you, be locked in. Whew. If you want to help us out, share all of our stuff. Hit the like button. Make a comment. Let your friends know. Tweet it out. You know, whatever you do. If, it's, if Facebook still exists, use Facebook to promote the show, whatever it is, because we are officially in go time. Um, real quick, before we get into this, I actually have a really random thing. I just have one note. Right, let's go through headlines real quick, guys. I have one. I meant to bring this up on the show last night. Chris Marlowe actually is the one. Shouts to him. He's the one that pointed this out on the broadcast a couple games ago. But have you noticed, and I know you have, Harrison, <laughs> have you noticed that Nikola Jokic is always seated next to a specific player on the team? Always has somebody right to the right of him. None other than Christian Brown. What do we make of this? Man, uh, you can make a lot of things of it. They both have similar facial hair. Yeah. Similar beards. That's right. You, you know, think Christian is just trying to copy when Jokic's they both try to grow out their beards? They look pretty similar. You know? <laughs> well, uh, so they? there's that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, vote? I think this is Christian Brown taking a page out of the Aaron Gordon playbook slash Peyton Watson playbook slash anyone with an ounce of wisdom playbook. I'm going to do whatever that guy does. Yep. I'm going to be as close to this guy as much as possible for as long as possible. I'm going to observe his habits. I'm going to listen to his to whatever thoughts he graces us with externally. And yes, I agree with Harrison's initial assessment. Christian Brown is beginning a slow transformation into Jokic. <laughs> no, but you're right, vote. The first part of what you said. Christian Brown's smart, man. Yep. He's a very smart kid. He knows what he's doing and I think he knows what it's going to take to have a long and successful NBA career, and I think he's on the right path. And he also knows that he's been thrust into a really fortunate situation. He's been put in the best situation possible where as a rookie and now a second-year guy, he gets a chance to learn from one of the best players ever to touch a basketball. He knows that. He recognizes that. So I think that's exactly what this is. He is actively trying to soak up as much knowledge as much wisdom from Nikola Jokic as possible and it's the exact right thing for him to do in my first year in ball arena I just wanted to stay out of the way I wanted to do the right thing and not do any of the wrong things and then year two it was time to start pestering everyone and let my personality show uh but really also developing real relationships with everyone like yep. you fellas Obviously, it's a different animal in the NBA, but there's something to that, right? Like, Christian now is not the rookie anymore. He is a champion. He was a part of the rotation. So there's, you know, there's a there's a comfort, I'd imagine, that he's feeling in this organization. Do you guys think, though, because you both answered this question as Christian Brown sitting next to Nikola Jokic, but why not think of it as Nikola Jokic sitting next to Christian Brown? I have a tougher time getting there, to yeah. be well, honest. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing, though. Two, two things. One, Jokic, it is funny how Jokic and Murray are now veterans. Right. You know, because they are in their prime. Jokic in the middle of his prime. Murray just now entering his prime. But, I mean, Jokic is what? 
third oldest guy on the team, fourth oldest guy, fifth hmm. oldest guy maybe on the team. So he is now among the older players. Even though he's not old, he's among the older players. And I do think that traditionally he's been a younger guy with older guys, and that's who he sits with. And I just wonder if now, like, I mean, he's got to sit next to somebody, and they're all younger than him. So there's this that's is part of it. Too, yeah. But then the other piece of this is I do feel like early – I don't want to overstate this. One of the early things I'm keeping my eye on is Murray and Yoke both just seem more – Every year, it's little by little, but they just seem a little more locked into that aspect of the team building that maybe they know that this is it. And I just wonder if there is a little bit of a, you know what, I'm going to make sure I'm seated next to Christian and maybe Peyton, and like I'm just going to make sure I can point some hmm, things out. I'd love that. Well, the other thing with Christian is we know, Jokic knows, he is an absolute crucial part of this team this season. Yeah, He's the sixth most important guy, clearly. And there's a big drop from him to the next most important guy. He's in the Bruce Brown role. He's going to have to play 25-plus minutes a night, probably. He's going to have to close a lot of games. Nikola Jokic knows that, too. So maybe he is looking to sit next to him. Why, why wouldn't he try to be imparting as much wisdom on him as possible? Yeah, and I do get the sense that one of the stories we may, we can't, can't write it for them, but that may you know, appear to us this year is understanding Murray and Jokic as vets increasingly so, you know, and it's, they're the established core, they're the now, except as you pointed out, they're actually now really some of the older players on the team, obviously longest tenured players, and they've also been through it all together. So do they go, do they go now from stars in their prime, which they still are, to also veterans, and, and do we get a sense of that? Early on, I would say the case is that's yes, um, but I'm interested to see how that progresses. I find it interesting. It's something to kind of keep an eye on. It's probably nothing, honestly. It's probably nothing. But it is just a, one of these little things that's kind of fun to see the dynamic. I do think the whole team gets along. Um, there's good energy. Yoke's actually been pretty happy on the bench over he the preseason. Right. Yeah. Like yesterday, they kept cutting to him, and he kept having a good time on the bench. Like I just think there's <laughs> something to it. We've seen him run out of the court and double overtime because he's so pumped about a play that was made. Yeah. I just I do feel like there's a good vibe. But I do wonder. I do think there is something, too. Yoke and Murray probably every year just learn a little bit more about what it means to actually connect with these guys. I do like your point, though, vote about the age gap here is so huge, man, between the oldest players in the NBA and the youngest. And Christian last year, I really do think was uncomfortable. Normal so, not more than anyone right. else. But why wasn't he talking trash? Why wasn't he? I think he just didn't want to stand out. I think it's like, hey, I'm a rookie here. I just don't want to like upset the apple cart here. I'm gonna yep. be, I'm just gonna fit in. And I do wonder if this, that's part of it with him is he's even more comfortable in these casual, you know, just sitting oh, on the bench for moments. For sure, for sure. And there's so many young guys on this roster this season. Three draft picks that all got like three years of guaranteed money that are all going to be on the team. A lot of young guys on the bench. Christian probably feels like he's kind of a veteran on on this type of team. But here's another theory. We heard Nikola Jokic say last year that Christian Brown is not afraid to ask the dumb questions. <laughs> what if he asks so many questions that the other guys just don't want to hear it? <laughs> He's just asking questions nonstop like any young player would. And um, I don't know. Like Jamal's like, oh, God, this guy again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again with hat. the dumb questions. What if Christian Brown's just super annoying? That's, <laughs> that's what it is. All right. Let's get into this. We got a lot out of 
Christian sitting next to Jokic. Just, no, it's, I'm proud it's of team us. Team dynamics. I'm yeah. telling you though, I because I did my buddy Anthony Irwin who does the Lakers Lounge show. He had me on the other day, and he was talking about all these new moves, you know, and like how I don't know the Lakers got better this or that. And then I start telling him, I'm like, the thing people don't realize is this team is so connected, whatever. And I was just talking about the chemistry and all these different things. And at the end, he goes. Well, if that's the case, well, then shit. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's the case, man. It's not just like what five one-man matchups. This team just fits, man, and yeah. they fit culturally. They fit all these things, and this is part of it, right? Yeah. Like, it is dumb that we just stretched eight minutes out of who's sitting next to who or whatever. I'd say it's impressive. But, it, but it's also a thing. <laughs> You're more impressed with us than you are with yep. the team's chemistry. Yeah, it's a fact. <laughs> what were his thoughts on Christian Wood, though? Well, oh, are you kidding? It's great. It's going to be such a big pickup. Talk yeah. about a culture guy. Uh, he can help move Anthony Davis to the four. Uh, oh man! Um, all right, guys. If I don't know if you've played video games, but you, the main thing is to go through and win. That to beat the game, you go through all the levels. That's that's right, Adam. But that along also the way, applies to a lot of other things. But along the way, there are these like side quests that you can do. You don't have to, but you can. Like if you've ever played Grand Theft Auto, and then you go into the one house, and it's like, hey, I need you to go do this thing. And it's yeah, a that's side it. quest. Yep. The Nuggets, I feel like this year... Nailed it. This is, right? Mm -hmm. The Nuggets this year, I feel like this is the year of side quests. They beat the main game. And so now there is an arrogance, that the, a smugness, if you will, oh, that yeah. Nuggets fans get to have about like the regular season. What's that about? Just wake us up when the playoffs begin. Well, the regular season is about the side quests now. It's not about all this stuff. It's about the side quests. So I wanted to ask in the chat. Help us out, by the way. Kale, keep an eye on even good ones. Super chats are not... I want to know some good side quests we want this year. I'll get us started off. I want to see another perfect triple-double from Yoke. I just think those are fun. They happen every now and then. If that happens, it'll feel like, boom, you did another side quest. Uh, a Murray 50-piece happened before. It's another one. Just like, why not? You know Love what? It. We want that to happen. I've got one for you, boss. We dropped a graphic on DNVR Nuggets some time ago detailing Jokic's top scoring performances against each team in the league. Mm -hmm. There's one team that Jokic, not a scorer, right? A pass-first guy. You want to turn him into a scorer. Only one team he has yet to score 30 points on, and that's the Toronto Raptors. Barely a team. Bar that's right. <laughs> Hanging by a threat. So, not even in America. <laughs> <laughs> so can Jokic get 30 points against Toronto just because I want the clean bingo there. I want, I want the full board. Yeah. And then it becomes 40, right? Like, then we can then we start, start to, 40 pieces. then you level up a little bit, which he's got a long way to go there. I like this one, and it does, that graphic was awesome, but it also did, like, stick out, where you're like, 29? I know. It's because they double in, like, yo, it's not the playoffs, Yeah, Nick they Nurse. tried to turn him into a passer, yeah. what did, uh, and it worked. <laughs> what does uh, Vlatko say? He's like, I had to learn how to talk trash to get him going. Like, oh, man, he's so good. Yeah. We need to do this for Yoka, like... Toronto just has really guarded you so well over the years. <laughs> like you have had a hard time. You've what never it, scored thirty. They have Toronto, so much length, specifically yeah. Toronto, and for you, like that yeah, you for can, you specifically. What's your mindset? Are yeah. you going in with a pass first mindset? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like in those the OG adjustment, or, or you, you can make it even more uh, controversial and just you know, Canada just really just seems to give Serbia a hard time in everything. He's like, what? <laughs> Really? Our, our top benefactor, Gordon, is from Canada, by the way. <laughs> I, highly offended by our Raptors comments. It might be up to him to motivate Jokic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He might Gordon, be our boots on the ground. Gordon, tell us what you can do to get Jokic to score 30 against the Raptors this year. You yeah. got to be our, our expert here. Um, how about a 10 game win streak? 
Yes. Highest of the Jokic era, nine. Unimpressive. I just can't believe this hasn't happened yet. It's so it, weird. It's really weird. It's a side quest I think they should really focus in on. Okay, I actually kind of think it's a weird Jokic trait, right? Like, it's the thing. If he's on your team, 50 wins, you've got a chance to win the finals. Book it. Yeah. But I also, he definitely doesn't have, and he doesn't need it. I'm not doing this. But he doesn't have the Jordan psycho I just, we can't lose this one because I said so. I do think so, but it would be cool if as a team they exhibit some of that just because they can, just because they're so much better than everyone in our estimation. Do you I think, think they, I found the 10 game win streak? You did? Yeah. What is it? Uh, November 20th, Detroit. Oh, it's coming up early. Yeah, early in the season. Okay. Love it. Detroit, Orlando, Houston, San Antonio, LA, Clippers, Houston again. Phoenix, Sacramento, Atlanta. Isn't it funny, though, that I look at that and I'm like, that's tough for Denver. Yeah. Their 10-game win streak is going to come with five back-to-backs, and it's all on the road against Western Conference juggernauts. Yeah. Yeah, that one Houston loss will be fun. It'll be fun for sure. (laughs) But it's all sincerity, man. One 10-game win streak, like, almost assures you, a team of this caliber, one 10-game win streak almost assures you 55 wins. You get a 10-game win streak? That's half the battle, man. Just win out the rest of the way at a normal pace, and you're going to be good. Speaking yeah. of 55 wins, I know the team might say it's not a goal, but boy, do I want it. 58 wins or more, the record, fellas. Yeah, I, I do- want 74. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I, I do don't. think we're looking at. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I do I think I do. we're looking at the best. You know, from last year to this year, extend the core, best teams in Denver Nuggets history. But as George Carl will let you know on on X. Not the best record in Denver Nuggets history. So it'd be cool to see them go get it. Yeah, it would be. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we got a lot more side quests. And they get a little more wacky, to be honest. Guys, at Kind Love, you can find the DNVR Immaculate Vibes Custom Joint Pack. You can get 25% off in-store purchases with the code DNVR. And those Immaculate Vibes Kind Love Joint Packs they're just 25 bucks available in indica and sativa same discount code, code applies that dnvr discount code it's available at both kind love locations visit one of their stores in cherry creek next to PetSmart and target off of alameda or they have a store in north denver mention dnvr get the dnvr exclusive discount 25 percent off the immaculate vibes joint pack and all kind love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. Also, if you want, you can visit their website, kindlove.com, and scan that QR code right there on the screen as well. Takes you right to it. Use code DNVR for online ordering and their full extensive menu. Get those immaculate vibes, DNVR custom joint packs, five joints, $25. There will come a time when it dawns on you that your beloved Denver Nuggets are not only in town, the same time that your buddies are in town, but it's a great matchup and you don't have tickets yet. At DNVR, we like to call that game time. That's when you hop on the game time app. You're going to find the best seats for the best prices at the last second. And more than that, we've got a code. You can get $20 off with code DNVR. I know there are a lot of uh, imposters. I don't even want to say competitors. I'll say imposters out there. But the best prices, the best seats, and our code, it's at game time. So go ahead and download that up. And uh, get yourself in the coolest and best events in Denver, whether it's sports, music, probably not a live show with us, but you never know. You never know. And we're back. All righty. Um, some more side quests. And these ones get more and more weird and more and more fun. How about this one, Wind? 
Jamal Murray has never won Player of the Week. I think Player of the Month would be hard for Murray. He'd have to take an enormous leap. Only a handful of players win Player of the Month. But Player of the Week? Why not? Eh. You know, I, these are side quests. It's not I, the main I'm quest, kinda, I'm kind of with wind. That one. That player one of the week. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm in on it. I think it's a cool thing. The best player of a week? <laughs> It'd be cool. I, I don't have that near the top of my side quest board, though. Man, I thought that was a fun one. Um, yeah. How about this one? An NBA fan base hates Christian Brown. Oh, yeah. I right now, this. he's yeah, not that's hated. a good one. He's not hated yet, but you know when some... T- uh, you know who I hate? Christian Brown, that guy. I think I know the fan base, too. Uh, is it the Lakers? No. no, because they have Austin Reeves, who's too close <laughs> to Christian Brown. They're already rooting for one of those oh, guys. Oh, man. Christian Brown just canceling out Austin Reeves in every game would be so great. It would this, be great. This is a real Ken Ryu matchup. Look at me video gamed out today, you guys. <laughs> that reference missed me. Are you serious? Who? Ken versus Ryu? You guys don't know? Is that uh, Street Fighter? Kale? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what this is. You're old, bro. No. I hate to break it to you. You're pretty old. You guys don't know video games like back, I do. Back in Adam's day, Player of the Week was a big deal. <laughs> Anyways, the fan base that's going to hate Christian Brown I hope. is the Phoenix Suns. I'm with you 100%. Uh, the Phoenix Suns will hate Christian Brown because he is the kryptonite of what they are. Christian Brown is tough, gritty, um, defense first, just a grinder, guy who plays team basketball. And the Suns, they're a bunch of one-on-one mid-range shot artists. You know, you know what else he's going to Who only do. care about offense. At, at some point in this regular or postseason, one of Devin Booker or Bradley Beal will have a brutal stint because of Christian Oh, Brown. yeah, and I cannot and wait for it. You're going to hop online, and they're going to hate it even more. And I might I, get fired from this company. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. You are right that Phoenix is going to, like, he's such an anti-Phoenix I mean, this guy. This guy can't even get up his own shot. Yeah. Right? Uh. This guy can't hit an 18-foot dribble pull. Actually, <laughs> he was fouling, you know? It'll be great. Um, I like that one. How about this one? Just Michael Malone, new iconic quote. I have yep. no idea what it's going to be, but he'll bust. He's already got one from, what was the one at training camp, Wind? He had a brand new one. The oh, world traveler, Marco Polo. Oh. He said, he said, he said, Eric Gordon this summer was like Marco Polo. And he pauses where everyone's like, what? He goes, world traveler. God yeah, but the, so thing is, the thing is, there's is only so, so many times he can hit that, though. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know how he brings that up in the rhythm of a post-game press conference. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I remember that line. I... So good. I mean, he had the Hunter Tyson, Larry Bird. That one's not iconic. That's not iconic. Yeah, it's that hilarious. Was, that was a little much. No, but you know, I mean, we've got um, what is uh, the Keystone Cops, oh, Adam, you know, the shootout at the OK Corral. Yeah. But there's going to be a new one. Right. And I joked with him at the at, at training camp. I was like, you have to go home and practice these, man. There's no way you just fire these. He was offended. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, no, I don't think oh, about I, this. That's bullshit. You, honest to God, you think he he think he crafts a good little one liner? One hundred Marco Polo world traveler. <laughs> Dude, the way he said it too. He goes, "You think that was off the dome?" Eric no Gordon chin. this summer was like Marco Polo. Dramatic pause. 
World Traveler. And he put, and he put the payoff. World Traveler in there for all of us who don't know who Marco Polo <laughs> yes, is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just a little explanation. Come on, that's premeditated. Uh, so we're but gonna, he does need some new ones. Put this in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah, it has been a little played out. Yeah. Uh, the second it goes on a shirt, I think it's over. Right. <laughs> yeah. Eric ruins everything. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. He didn't make the shirt. Um, you don't hear about this one, guys. New Jokic Pass. What oh, yeah. could this even be, though? I we never think of what it could be. It just happens. What I, have been the new Jokic passes, though? I have a submission. Okay, the little I would say two, maybe three times in Jokic history, there have been some ambiguous. Oh, un- was that off the glass? Was that a miss or was that a pass? Yeah. What if he lets us know once and for all that they were in fact passes <sighs> and it's in the repertoire? Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon. <sighs> Sneaking in the dunker spot, little double off the glass. Yeah, oh, I hope we get that, but I also hope that he never reveals he's doing it on purpose. Of course I not. Of yep. course not. Of course he not. can't reveal that. Of course not. Of course not. Double bonus points if it somehow is counted as a turnover or something or a missed shot, <laughs> even though it's like clearly not. And then yeah. we get to get righteously indignant. Oh, we're like, about are you kidding? Like, you guys are all upset about kicked balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't give him a we'll assist. have to call up the league office on his behalf. Yeah, <laughs> and be like, yeah, your honor. Oh man, that's great. But just a new Jokic pass, man. I'm telling you, we do get these from time to time where it's like, oh, a new Jokic pass just dropped, yeah. and then he busts it out. Um, uh, by the way, um, was it Jamal Murray had this pass to Aaron Gordon? in the preseason game two games ago where he was driving under the hoop and put the pass, a bounce pass, like in the middle of the paint. Yes. Yes. Aaron Gordon, talking about. I had to run into yeah. it. And Aaron Gordon was on the baseline. Yeah. It was such a sexy pass. I'm with you. Dude, Murray, Murray's passing yeah. his bike. Yeah, uh, it's, it's incredible. Um, somebody said the Bruce Brown hike pass. That's a new one. Like he had never done the hike pass. And Oh, that's right. You know yeah. that I'm talking about? To Bruce Brown cutting back door, a little blind pig action. Um, that was one of the action. best uh, cool. best passes from Yoko this year, and it was blind a total pig. That's what it's called. Oh, the the back door cut off the well, yeah, it's a blind, blind pig. pig. This one would not go. <laughs> excuse that. me. I think this one would Old help. Triangle bold terminology. Take. Love that. Um, but I would like a player of the Denver Nuggets to win at one of the All Star events. So that could be three point shooting. Okay. That could be a dunk contest. Yeah. But I would like to see not only the Denver Nuggets represented this time, but a nice little reminder. And you should have had us there last time, too. Right. Yeah. Where's it at this year? I have not. Indiana, bro. It's in Indiana? Yeah. That's such a good... We can probably go... That's probably within our budget. Yeah, that might be within our budget, actually. What do you know? Uh, All right, I have another one. Jokic breaks the single game Sambor shuffle record. Currently at one. I don't think he has a game where he's hit two Sambors ever a game. He seems to be getting better at them. Is there a game we see two... Maybe three Sambors in one game? I would love it if he got two in a game and they're both in uh, crunch time. Mm. <laughs> two game winners, both Sambor shovels. Yeah, and they don't have to be game winners, but just like, you know, you hit one, three minutes left to go up two, and then you hit one for the game. Oh. And it's Anthony Davis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Perfect defense again. Yeah. Or Drummond. He was also perplexed by it. Uh, how about just a Michael Porter Jr. game winner? Do we have a per, uh, MPJ game winner? He has one, and it's not a buzzer beater, but he has a game winner in Dallas. It was a no Jokic game. It was around the time Porter had the heel injury, and he was terrible in that game. 
but someone found him in the right corner at the end and he drained it. Crazy that I know that off the top of my head, right? <laughs> He's got a lot of daggers. I don't know if he has yeah. pure game winners though. Yeah. That but one was that one was a game winner but not a buzzer beater. It's a little hard for him to get one because Murray Jokic two man game is it and then maybe it kicks out to one yeah, of the guys. Yeah, you know, sometimes you want to get other people involved. <laughs> but it would be cool if he just had a moment where it was like, you know what? The MPJ bailed him out. Yep, that hit a totally. freaking total of one. All right, here's one of my favorite ones. What if we got a game that featured a Casey Spree, a Porter Quarter, and a Murray Flurry. What if you got a game that featured at least two, if not all three of those things in the same I game? I would just ascend into the heavens. Are we caught? What is that? The best Denver Nuggets game ever played? What I mean, you it? can't get four of those because there's no way a game goes four quarters, but you can get three quarters <laughs> where everyone yeah, they're has already one up of by them. way too many. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm there for it. And then and then by the end of the episode, after we've all freaked out, we're like, oh, yeah, you had a triple-double. Yeah, yeah, well, he would, if that happens, exactly. there's a great yeah. chance you'll like, get oh, yeah, a triple-double. Um, I've got one. Let me hear it. Talk to us. The Nuggets need to win the in-season tournament. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they need to. The Nuggets just need to win everything. Yeah. Win the in-season tournament, win the championship. I wish they would have won Summer League. They can't win the preseason, unfortunately. Minnesota's 4-0. <laughs> but I would love for the Nuggets just to win all the things. Win everything. Everything that's up for grabs, the Nuggets win it. And we we want the first ever in-season champion to be an ethical one. We you do. know what I mean? Yeah, we so. definitely do. This, yeah, one, this might be the biggest in-season championship because it's the first. That's right. Here's the thing that's tough about this. Was Yoke the best player of Summer League? No. See the best player of preseason ever? No. Because those don't matter. The in-season tournament is this like juicy middle where it kind of does matter, but it also doesn't. Mm. And I'm not sure yet what Yoke thinks of it. Does he view that as like we play to win the game? Or is that like this thing he doesn't comprehend? So he's like, Here's know. my read on how it's gonna feel. The pool play games, the group play games, I don't think those are gonna have a heightened level of intensity really at all. Yeah. Other than the fact that they're just they could be playing the Clippers, just another pretty good team. Yeah, uh, I think Dallas is also in their group. Like Jokic, Doncic, that matchup just naturally has some juice to it. But generally, I don't think the group play games are going to have much meaning. But when you get to Vegas and you get to the Final Four, that is going to feel different. And I think those games are going to have an intensity that's way above a normal regular season game in November or December. But you got to get there first. The problem is you have to get there. Yeah. And like I said, I don't think the group play games are going to have much of a heightened intensity. I think once you get into the single elimination part of it, the intensity goes up, but maybe not enough for Jokic. But I think if the Nuggets and him get to the semifinal and final in Vegas... I think he would turn it on for that. Medina, Joshua, how about Jokic picks LeBron last in the All-Star game? <laughs> Jokic getting to be captain of the All-Star game would definitely be one for me. I would love to get the that The NBA wouldn't let that happen. They wouldn't let it happen. He tries to take Wancho in round three. You know what? I think he's ready. Come on, guys. He's ready for this. He's, he's not. He's ready for it. He's um, not. You put on here best offense of all time. Yeah, it was on my wish list. We did that. It was uh, bet three six five top five never ordinary top five back in the day. But it was on my. <laughs> you like that? It was on my wish list. Best offense of all time. We believe we're watching the makings of the best offense of all time, led by the best offensive player of all time? Question mark. Question mark. Yeah. Um, 
and I would like to see some evidence to to you know validate what we think. Uh, I would like a good Murray ankle breaker. If you told me Murray ankle breakers, I only think of one. Steven Adams. Steven Adams. Adams. Now he's crossed some guys up, a little bit of, you know, created space, you know, cook guys. But when you think of like, no, man, he touched the ground. I'd love another one of those. Just another Steven Adams level. That guy fell down trying to guard Murray. That'd be great. I love it. That was, by the way, a true, you know, most guys fall down. It's a trip or a push or something. That was a true, like, nope, his feet caught his own feet. I was going to say, I wish he had one on Devin Booker, but he might. So I might, I'm going to have to. Well, he didn't fall down, but he stumbles, right? That's he right. creates like eight yeah, feet of space. That's right. But that one doesn't count because it was in an elimination game. <laughs> not the real, not the real Devin Booker. Right. And really Devin good. Booker did so much to get to the elimination right. game. Yeah. It right. doesn't count. Dude, he was worn out. Right. right? He was worn out. Well, so. Everyone's tired at that point. Well, no, just Booker. Okay. Um, Ruin Kobe night. This is the one. I didn't know this, guys, but. The Kobe statue is being unveiled at Crypto.com Arena mm-hmm. uh, the, the night the Nuggets play the Lakers. And I feel, I feel a little I feel icky a little about weird. that. I feel man. a little weird about it. But at the same time, this is my honest, honest opinion. Kobe wouldn't have wanted the Lakers just to be gifted a win. <laughs> Bro, that this feels icky. It's a little icky, but I'm saying this feels a, bad. to me it's a side yeah, quest. I'm, I'm afraid to touch this one, but ruin Kobe night. <laughs> and then you know what? That night, I'm telling you, if they win, the entire winners' lounge is going to be about how much Murray and Jokic remind you of Kobe and Shaq. I can't wait. <laughs> a little insult to injury, man. If we think the Lakers fans hate the Nuggets now, oh, they'll hate us so bad after that. <laughs> They're going to hate us once. We might need security. We honestly might need security. Um, 10 threes made from a player. I've been waiting for this for a while. Nobody really gets close, but why not, man? It happens every year in the NBA. About 10 people every year do this. Why not a nugget? Uh, 44 assists. That would tie the high of the Jokic era. 44. They can get that. I think they can get it. 146 points. Was that the Atlanta Hawks? It was. For 146 points ties the most points scored in the Jokic era. That was last year against the Minnesota Timberwolves. They actually did it another time, oh, I think, in 2018. Right. Um, a 45-point win would tie the high of the Jokic era. That's hard to do, 45 points. And then you mentioned the point total for Jokic, but triple-double against the Wizards and Pacers also. He doesn't have one against oh, those teams. I would love it. Fill up the entire bingo card. I love it. Wizards. This, this is great. Pacers. Can you imagine if all these things happen? Oh, the whole side quest? You break the whole game? We beat the game. Do you like unlock a character next <laughs> next year? You unlock Peyton Watson. <laughs> you unlock Peyton Watson. <laughs> <laughs> That's what needs to happen by the playoffs to unlock Peyton Watson. That's hilarious. Uh, somebody had this in the comments. 2020-20 game from Jokic. Oh. It's only happened twice. Wilt, Westbrook. Jokic is definitely the most likely guy to get it, I think. Man. Yeah, he, if you had to pick a guy, it would be Yoke for 2020 sure. 2020-20 would be fun, man. Yeah. That'd be He's a really been good close. One. Yeah. Part of it is Yoke needs to be that good in a game that the Nuggets aren't that much better than their yeah. opponent, and that's a tough. That seems like it'd be ripe for a Toronto game. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> no, but he you know, still doesn't get 30. The play, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He in can't season, get 30. End-season tournament championship. Oh, Got to be go. that one. You know, competitive, well, regular season No, you'd season think game. they'd turn him into a scorer in that game. <laughs> well, maybe they do. You're right. Uh, any other ones, Kale? Uh, we got a bunch. Uh, Jamal All-Star, are you sure? Okay. It's child's play. Piwot, five blocks. All right. A f- PJ breaks his career high in scoring. 
Love it. Okay. Yeah, Jamal also. I will say a five by five. Could Aaron Gordon get a five by five? It, it's not not likely because he doesn't get a lot of blocks and steals. Yeah, but I, I don't think he gets enough steals. But could Piwat is Piwat more likely to get a five by five? Play more than ten minutes. He's gonna get the five by five. He's gonna get five personal fouls too. Oh, jeez. All, all right. right, downer. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, that was good. The greatest tiny kings of all time. Oh, I can't as wait. voted on by our tiny king. Oh, I can't wait for this. A Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR, the beer of the month, $6 at the DNVR bar. It's the Broncos Country Pale Ale. New recipe. <clears throat> Tastes even better than it did before. A Breck Brew has a beer for every occasion. There's no better way to watch a game than having some Breck Brew on tap or in the fridge. A stop into the DNVR bar corner at Colfax in York. We got tons of Breck Brew on tap. Of course, the Broncos Country Pale Ale, Avalanche Amber, Fun Slinger, Juice Drop IPA, Good Company Hard Seltzer, if that's your thing. Tons and tons of options from Breck Brew. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator. Type in your zip code at breckbrew.com. Tells you where to get Breck and Brewery no matter where you are. Um, Bacchus and Shanker are super cool because if you get injured and it's not your fault, you can give them a call at 222-2222 or hit up coloradolaw.net. Now, why would you call these two fellas in particular? I've got a long list of reasons. The first is that they're winners. The second is that they're generous. They don't charge for a, there's no consultation fee. And in fact, they won't charge you just to take on your case. They'll only charge you if they've won you money. And they do. They've won billions for their clients over the years. So again, whether you were in an automobile accident, as a pedestrian, or even just at work, if you were hurt and it wasn't your fault, you got to call Bacchus and Shanker at 222-2222. And we are back. Did you guys see what Jamal Murray is ranked on the Ringer Top I did. 100? No, I did, actually did not. You didn't? That might have to be food for tomorrow's pregame show. Do you want to just say it real quick, though? 15. Love it. Dude, the Murray respect is there. I can't believe how many people are respecting Murray. How great. I didn't see this, so we can talk about it on the pregame show tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, didn't I, see I think Aaron we Gordon. officially did away with rankings talk, but we could bring it back. Wait, hey, it's always time for rankings talk. There's new rankings. We love rankings on this show. <laughs> new rankings dropped. Uh, I will say, man, Andy Bailey, did you see he had Jokic as the best single season this, this uh, last year? Was I the fucking best love Andy Bailey. He's my guy, man. Here's the thing that's funny Greatest about that. Greatest writer in national media aggregation history. I, I think he did the last 20 or 23 years. I'm not sure. I think it was 23 years. I think he went back to the year 2000. Best single uh, season, uh, you know, seasons uh, of ever. Yoke was number one ahead of like the best Shaq season ever, the best Kobe, the best LeBron. And here's the thing, man. When you look at the stats, at least in the playoffs and everything else, you look at it and you're like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. He averaged Pretty more points than almost anyone. And, he also, and there was case. a triple double behind it and his team dominated. So, yeah. And then you look at the percentages sometimes and it's like, oh, yeah, he was also more efficient than all these guys. So it's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, Tiny Kings. It's time to go to our Bet365 Never Ordinary Top 5. These are some Never Ordinary players. So these are this is a fluid ranking for me. <laughs> is it? My Top 5 Tiny Kings. It's not fixed. This is where it is right now, Chad. I'd love to hear from you. And, you know, this is, this is kind of this is a vibe space. It's not science. I don't want to say that these are the goats. These are my Top 5. My Top 5. First up, fellas, um, I got to start with 
Samwise Gamgee from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> he is listed at 4-2. He has helped Frodo destroy... Ultimate homie. One ring. Actually, it's the one ring, it says here. They destroyed it together. <laughs> like you don't know. Sam had great vibes the entire time. A real ride or die. Frodo got a little annoying for me at some at times. He was a little whiny. A little whiny. Yeah, a little whiny. Um, but none of us can do it without our homies. And Samwise Gamgee is the ultimate homie. He's the ultimate tiny king. Comes in at 4-2. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought this was players. No, oh, no, no! Oh. This is all time yeah. tiny game. I'm so really thrown off. Little right known facts: I was not expecting Sam that. Samwise also hoops. People don't know that. Uh, I, uh, I, I will say, Samwise really is an all time. He would make the top five ride or die homies too. That's he the, really would. 100. percent Wow, so, this okay. is I. This. And it's Sean Astin, so that's see early returns are that it was way too low. You're probably right. Um, Coming in at number four, playing a large role in not just history, but the current <laughs> status of a film and keeping it alive. In fact, there's a film I'm very excited to see this weekend. Oh, yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon. Shout out Martin Scorsese. 5-4, fellas. 5-4, Martin Scorsese. That's what he's listed at anyway. What's your favorite Scorsese? Uh, it's hard to say. Don't make me say <laughs> that right now. Don't make There are so many options. There are so many options. Also would have been top five eyebrows. You uh, also made that list. Probably top five directors all time. All time. Um, yeah. What? How? What's your stance though? He doesn't like the kids. Oh, the with the Marvel stuff. No, just Marvel. He's like right. everything. He's, like he's probably right. He, he's definitely right. This is my thing. I mean, I defer to Martin Scorsese <laughs> in film related. Well, you know what? That's gonna be. But he is a little bit of an old man. Yells at cloud. He's definitely yeah. a Shaquille O'Neal. He, he's he still has, making bangers. He's, he's allowed to bangers. yell into the cloud. That's so true, man. Um, just great vibes accepted by members of every generation. Uh, just well-regarded, well-liked person. And uh, on the tiny side, 410, Danny DeVito, American actor and comedian. Wow, I feel like this is way too high. A real I feel gem. Like you reached here. A real gem. Yeah, he probably could have been lower on this list, actually. You're hindsight. telling me you'd rather is have Danny DeVito than Samwise? He's shorter than those other two? Well, he's just great. <laughs> I really like his vibes. I like his energy. I like the projects he's been involved in. I like his Jersey Mike's commercials. I love Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Danny DeVito just makes me feel better about you know being vertically challenged. He is, I will say, of all the guys you mentioned... The most um, in your face with how small he is. He's quite small. He that's seems the, the smallest, even yeah. though I think Sam Wise is definitely smaller. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Okay, coming in at number two. Man, the, only two left? One of the greatest athletes of all time in any sport. He's legitimately one of the greatest athletes in the history of our species. Kills very early on the review. And he's, and he's <laughs> only 5'7". He currently plays for Inter Miami. I'm locked in on that. Messi, World Cup champion, a big tiny king, big tiny king. I mean, he's a giant in this list, though. Five seven is around the limit. It's around the limit. Okay. But the thing is, he looks small though. We cover the NBA. I watch these giants do their thing, and then to see Messi is just what a treat. What a treat. He also he does. He's got short legs and arms. You know, he looks shorter than he does. He is. Look short. He does. Some guys look, short. look taller. Some guys look shorter. He looks shorter than he is. Number one, number one, we all know the answer. The Are greatest you action me? star of all time. I mean, come on. Keeping cinema alive. <laughs> is he, keeping my is ego he alive, <laughs> even though I'm not connected to him in any way. The top reason to go to the theaters, Mr. Tom Cruise. TC. <laughs> Mr. Tom Cruise. TC. Uh, if people don't know, sometimes people will ask, like, what is vote wearing? What's vote doing with this mustard? What's vote this or that? Guys, he's trying to be Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. 
if you didn't know, now you know. Everything um, he does is an it homage seems like to I Tom wear Cruise. A lot of flower shirts and stuff. Yeah, I wish I was in Top Gun. <laughs> Actively, sorry. Uh, so yeah, that's my tiny king list. It's very fluid. How, how tall is he, Tom Cruise? Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise is always is, one. Though, I think right? he's. I actually think he's like five. Five, seven. five I think. I five, six. Let's, let's, let's find out. He's five seven. He's five seven. Um, oh, Leo Messi height. Grace wants to know his vote actually short. Depends on, on your <laughs> yeah. standards. 5'7". Um, so, yes. Yes. Um, Tom, You said that it's a fluid list. Is Tom Cruise the most locked in? Is he the guy that just like... Is, is, he, anybody, is he Jordan? Does anybody ever yeah. go above him like in your rankings? I mean, Messi has a shot. Messi winning the World Cup was big. It was a big deal. But, I mean... Man, Messi versus Tom Cruise is a hell of a matchup. It's a hell of a matchup. Now, these two guys both have an advantage, like, kind of a weight class advantage. As far as Tiny Kings, they're tall. But they're they're just two of the greats, two of the heavyweights, you know? Tom Cruise also has that thing where he still looks young somehow. I don't know what it is. Well, he's rich, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's called Scientology. I might check it out. You might check it out. Yeah, don't say that because now... It's called money. Oh, now I We're all targeted now. That's my bad. Um, That's a great list, man. That was a really good list. Next, let's Thank do you. the top five Tiny King NBA players. I'm super down. I could do these once a day. Never ordinary. <laughs> never ordinary. That was Bet365. That was never ordinary. Never. That was definitely never ordinary. Uh, Bet365 top five. All right. Take final, final break. On the other side, mailbag. Some really good ones. We'll try to get to as many as we can. Oh, thanks for letting me do that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, if you go to thednvr.com right now, you can sign up to be a DNVR diehard. $6.67 a month. There are so many perks that you get with becoming a DNVR diehard. First off, you get access to written content behind the paywall from us three. All our roundtables, diehard only. Only DNVR diehards get to read those on thednvr.com. But there's so much more. You get a free t-shirt at sign up designed by D-Line. A free t-shirt every single year. You get a discount at the DNVR bar. You get discounts on our events. We've got Nuggets takeovers coming. You get a discount on that if you're a DNVR diehard. Tailgates, all of our events. There's so many great perks to be in a DNVR diehard. Plus, you get a little personal. Oh, no. You get a little personalized ID card. Professional. That has your name on it. And it says DNV, DNVR diehard. So become a DNVR diehard today. You won't regret it. That's brutal, Wind. It's safe, though. It's Are fine. we okay? Yeah, we're good. Oh, man. That scared me. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. Uh, Every sport should be epic. Every play should be epic. Even the ones that are seemingly ordinary, they're never ordinary when you have skin in the game and you can get that with Bet365. You got to be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado to gamble with them. Please gamble responsibly if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. But yeah, check out Bet365, pioneers of the live bet, friends of the show, and uh, the proprietors of the Never Ordinary Top 5. There we go. All right, we're back. Final segment here. Kale, can we open up the mailbag and see Let's what the uh, listeners had to ask us? Our first one comes from the homie, Miroslav, the host of The Serbian Corner on Saturdays on the DNVR YouTube channel, also the DNVR Nuggets podcast feed. He asks, which starter do you think is most likely to on, not Miroslav. close the game because Jay Straw is scorching hot? Come on, Miroslav. First of all, Jay Straw. It sounds yeah. like Jay Law. <laughs> You know, you would think after five years of doing this show, we'd have some place to put our laptops. Uh, That'd be nice. That would be nice. Um, all right. Is it, is it Michael Porter? <laughs> yeah, it's Michael Porter. Thanks for asking, Miroslav. It is Mike. I mean, Julian's pretty. The length is there. The shooting's there. 
it's a good replacement to some extent. And, uh, you know, look, Porter is the weakest link defensively in that group outside of Jokic or Murray, who I would say have earned their spots closing. So it's it's got to be Mike. Oh, for sure. Easily Mike. Here's the thing, though. You could put him in for, like, Aaron Gordon and just have an unstoppable offense. You're, probably, you're not going to be a very good defensive team with that unit, but... Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind seeing some minutes where it's like, oh, you have three guys that won't miss if they're open, <laughs> and then you have to guard the Jokic Murray two man yeah, game I mean, with like true. zero yeah. help. I mean, that would be the second option just based on whatever lineup they might be going against. Andy Jewett asks, how are they going to find time for all these young guys and bench players? I love this question because the truth is, man, there's the Nuggets. There's a lot of just injuries and rest and different things built into the schedule. Man, it happens. Guys play. I mean. Davon Reed played a bunch of games last year, guys. Davon Reed. If he played, these other guys are going to play just naturally. What, did, what was the stat? Christian Brown appeared in 72 games or something like that. Like, And we thought he didn't play at all. He played in almost every game. Right. The season is so long. There are so many little injuries. There will be load management, even though the NBA says there won't be. There's going to be all that type of stuff. Julian Strother is probably going to play in... 60 games, 50 games this season. Hunter Tyson's probably going to play in 50 games. Like, those guys are just going to play. Um, so I think the answer is it just works out. Yeah. Yeah, I do think Malone's going to go exploring at times this year, too. So oh, it's going to be like Marco Polo, Polo <laughs> explore. Explore. Kaza <laughs> uh, <laughs> asks Would you rather beat all the same teams in the playoffs, Suns, <laughs> Lakers, etc.? Or would you rather beat all new teams for the first time? Well, that's so a great question. Only the same exact route or completely new route, no overlap? What do you guys think? That's a great question. Oh, I'd take the same route. Me too. Suns-Lakers is about yeah. as good as it gets. That'd be good. It would, there'd be something really great about beating those teams again after they've had conversations. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, they could, could go harder, back though. and you know just have more conversations. That would be the next step. And then also, how about you know the Nuggets... Their seeding run was unbelievable. So easy. What a fluke. Same exact team, but they all have higher <laughs> seeds. Same outcome, same everything. Yeah. This is the Jokic experience, though, you guys. Everybody always throws out a BS excuse. Oh, yeah. And then somehow the world aligns so that that excuse is put on trial. Correct. It is like overwhelmingly proven to be wrong. And then it's like, well, we got to think of a new one. So you're right. The same route, but with different seeding would be hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Now, last year, they played an eight and a seven seed. This year, they play the same teams, but same a two team. and three seed. Same teams. Uh, um, part of me does want to beat Golden State, though. I don't know. Just sure. I just I don't like any box unchecked. That's like so one I'm, unchecked So I'm doing box. a uh, media survey like I did before the playoffs last year, where I'm polling one media member from every team in the Western Conference, and I ask them 10 questions. One of the questions is... Who defends Nikola Jokic best? What team? And I've gotten multiple, multiple votes for Golden State. Interesting. There you go. I wonder if that's a leftover opinion from that series. I think some and of the it first, is. Particularly the first two to three I think games. some of it yeah. is. Elrod Durang. It's funny to think about that because Denver actually did. Jokic ended up scoring By a the bunch end of that of this series. That. He had it figured out. And then, out. you know, who was it that really tilted that series? Who was it? Andrew Wiggins? Jordan Poole. Jordan oh, Poole. Jordan Poole, Poole won them right. like two or three of those games in that series. He's not even on that team anymore. Right, right, right. Elrod Durango, on the KOCM booth thing, it underscores how rare it is for big national publications to send one of their flagship writers to spend time with the squad looking for revealing details. If you had an unlimited journalistic budget, what kind of nugget stories would you pursue? 
probably try to go to Serbia. <laughs> That'd be a good story. Man. Maybe make a documentary. Yeah. Write some, you know. Would you visit Jokic's hometown? I would want to go to the horse track for I'd sure. Want to okay. see the I'd want to go to KK Joker. Man, that would be crazy. Maybe his favorite restaurant. Would be you cool want to, to eat go to fish stew? Wow. Quick, quick stop. You know, and while we're in while we're in in Serbia, let's go to Belgrade. Maybe see the basketball federation. You know? Oh yeah. man, these like if we cool. could watch Jokic and I don't know the maybe the best two players in the world play a game in Belgrade. No, don't get greedy. I, here's actually here's what I would say. We have been doing early talks about trying to find a way for us. To go to Paris next year. Yep. Think that Jokic might play. There's a report. I'm not sure how accurate that report is. You know, like some rumor, but nonetheless. It was the president of Serbian basketball being like, he's playing, guys. <laughs> so he's in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Has anyone asked Jokic? <laughs> <laughs> but to be able to go out, like we got to go to see the qualifier and what a moment that was. But to go out to go to Paris to actually see the real thing. I don't know if it'd be the same though, man. It would be different. It would be different. It would be, but I mean, at the same time, like, come on, man. Yeah, would it would still that. be unbelievable. The Paris so, meetup would hit, you know. The Paris meetup would hit. So know, we're just have part. some of those ham and cheese sandwiches oh, on baguettes. I could do that all day. If, if you are, um, you know, wanting to drop, you know, I don't know, twenty thousand dollars to sponsor a trip, hit us up, guys. Yeah, just let us know. Just laying around. And if you, you like got the that show? around in Gordon? the in the couch, Gordon? check no check the pockets. Um, oh, so Blanco. Oh, but is there any other stories I was thinking? I don't know. Like, I love the Serbia trip so much. I would love to go to Kitchener. I would love to kind of do some yeah. of these different things. And um, so there are things that I would love to do, but I don't know if there's like a specific one, other one. Oh, so Blanco, based on what we have seen so far, do you believe that Denver will make another personnel move prior to postseason this year? What type of player? Has that changed? Since like so now that we've seen the I, preseason, yeah, I mean, I think there's a really good chance you might feel like you need a, a different backup big option by the deadline. Um, you want to know the funniest trade that could happen? That's like somewhat realistic. What's that? Reggie for Jeff Green. <laughs> <It'd be fun. laughs> the money lines up. You just made me upset. <laughs> the problem saying. with looking for guys. On the trade block, and I, I was even, I was doing this after the third preseason game. I was like, what other point guards are out there? I was like, oh, you know who could be interesting? Talon Horton Tucker. He's interesting. It looks like the Jazz might try to trade him. He's making too much money. Yeah. He's making $10 yeah. million, which is more money than the Nuggets can, like, get up to. Yeah. It's got to be a guy in that $5 million range. Backup center, it's an obvious hole. It was an obvious hole last season, and it just didn't matter. Yeah. Backup point guard maybe could be a hole. Yep. Get to the playoffs. I don't know how much it will matter. I mean, like an, like an Andre Drummond type, I think, money-wise. I mean, it's – I don't know. Just thinking of – Get another future Hall of Famer on the squad. Yeah. That would know. be insane, man. Yeah. Actually, the first Hall of Famer of Jokic's career. That would be That's insane. Cat yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> asks, when are we getting the first straw burst this season? Oh, it's a great question. It's a great uh, sneaky chance opening night. What? What do you mean? <laughs> you think he plays enough to get a straw burst? Well, he's gonna be so nervous, man. He's been cool I, as a cucumber. Does Strother get nervous? I, I don't mean, know. Good Come question. on, man. I don't know. Come on. So I think there's a chance opening night because I think he. My prediction is Julian Strother is the last guy in the rotation. So he's playing, you know, five to ten minutes opening night max. But if he gets out there and just drains a three early on and gets hot, 
there could be a strawburst. Yeah, I'm going to say November. I, I'm going to say earlier because there's the potential rookie wall. You know, you get later in the season. Um, earlier, I'm going to say November. I don't know why, but I, I feel it in the air. There's also, like, he's not really that high on the scouting report just yet. Yeah. So there's always yeah. a chance it's like, hey, that's the shooter. Don't forget. Um, how about this one? Rob asks, feels like no one took this seriously, but the Nuggets said the Timberwolves were the toughest out last year. Are they actually the biggest Western threat this year, assuming a better ant? Vote, go first on this one. No, but that, that closer to that than maybe we would have thought before that series started. I think the Wolves are good, uh, and I think they have a chance to get better if they move Cat. There's also the part where Cat barely played last year, and now while I don't have much confidence he's the solution, I don't think missing one of your most talented players is a solution or very helpful. So... You know, the Wolves with McDaniels, a little bit of better health luck, uh, a leap from Ant. They provide a certain type of, I think, game plan matchup problem for Denver that these other teams don't. Yeah. And so there's something to that. There's something to it. The Wolves put up a great fight in the first round last season, and that was without Jalen McDaniels. Right. Jalen? Jaden. Jaden McDaniels. <laughs> he is the X factor for them. Like we talk about X factors, he is the X factor for the yeah. Minnesota Timberwolves. He should be a really good matchup on Jamal Murray. He should be a good guard on, you know, being able to apply help to Nicole Jokic down low. Like he is the exact type of defensive weapon that you want in a matchup with the Nuggets. Pair him with Rudy Gobert. I don't know if Rudy Gobert has anything left, but maybe. Um, you're, you have nice continuity there with Minnesota, Mike Conley coming back, Anthony Edwards being primed for the leap. There are the ingredients there to be arguably the toughest matchup, I think. I think the ingredients are there. I love this next one, man, because I think it's cool. Um, Gregor asks, who on the team do you predict will be top five in three-pointers made this next season? Now, let's go back last year. Number one, do you guys know who's number one three-point maker last year? Total. Oh, total last year for the Nuggets? Michael Porter. Michael Porter had 188. Number two, Jamal Murray. Number three, KCP. Number four and five was a tie. Bruce Brown and Bones Highland. What? Bones made a lot of threes. Then after that was Aaron Gordon. Big drop-off. He had 60. So Bones had 91. Aaron Gordon had 60. Jokic had 57. Man, Strother's sneaking in there. So I think your top three are set. It's going to be Porter, Murray, KCP, almost certainly in some order. So who are the other two guys that that are going to lead the team in three-pointers made this year? Jokic this year. Do you think he takes that many more? He only had 60 last year. 57. And how many did AG have? 60, but then the guys, Bruce Brown had 91. Somebody's going to fill Bruce Brown's attempts. It's probably Christian Brown is going to fill his attempts. Like, I don't know. I, he'll I think strother has got a real chance to be in this top five. I'd put Yoke at five. Wow. And then at four. Do you think he's shooting a lot more? Is that why? Yeah. I, I, think, I think he'll take a lot more this year. And then I'll put Strother at four. I love it. I agree. Uh, I'm not me. I'm going to go Porter, Murray, KCP, Christian, I think Christian oh, is four. Reggie? Oh, man. I he does take. He t- he He's was definitely going to be up. top five in attempts. He's going to get him up. He <sighs> might sneak in there. Reggie might sneak in there. 
<sighs> you know what? I'm going to go Strother. He just makes him in volume. I'm going to go I Strother. Know. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to get enough, but I think uh, but I think he'll take him. And then I think Aaron Gordon after that, I think Yoke behind it. I do think Yoke makes a few more threes this next year, but I think he gets to like 70, not higher than that. He mm-hmm. just doesn't shoot that many, man. He just doesn't. Uh, all right, and last one. Alec asks, what did you think of Adelman's time as head coach? I thought he handled himself very well. I wonder if it would be beneficial for assistants to get this kind of experience once a season or so. That last part I, I really agree with. I think that you have to be careful what you say here because this was not planned. This was a tragedy in Michael Malone that left him. Of course, of course. I do think there is a silver lining to it where this could actually be a very good thing and galvanizing thing of one, when you run it back, you, you need to have something new. And I do think Malone's voice just not being there, maybe it did provide a new texture to camp and to preseason that was like welcome and kept things fresh. I mean, the team seemed to respond. Adelman himself has to think about new things when he's the head coach that maybe will serve him when he goes back to being the assistant. And then one of my favorite moments of the preseason, coming out of a timeout, they get drop a play, Julian Strother gets an and one, and the entire coaching staff goes and pats J- uh, JB, John Beckett, on the back. And I was like, good job. I asked John Beckett about yep. it at practice. He said, yeah, there were two of them. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. He was like, yeah, there were two ATOs. We scored on both. And I was nice. like, hell yeah, there you go. Um, so I do think that all of the coaching staff got a very cool experience in this last week and made the most out of this opportunity. That's my analysis. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's great for Adelman because he, you know, he is one of the guys who's next up to be a head coach. You know, you talk, you talk to people around the league and they're like, you know, who are some of the up and coming assistants that could be head coaches soon? David Adelman's usually on that list. And yeah, for him to get this experience was great. Um, and like I think from I mean from an X's and O's perspective, that guy's a genius. He's a basketball genius. He's gotten the cosign from Nikola Jokic already, who last year said he's a guy who always seems to have all the answers. Aaron Gordon too. Yeah, and Aaron Gordon. So I think he from a like head coaching perspective, he's got the X's and O's down and sitting in the head coach's chair for a time like this. It probably also helped him with the other aspects of becoming a coach. Yeah, I, I agree. Strong agree. I think it was cool. Um, by the way, if you guys haven't checked it out on our YouTube channel, we uh, David Adelman sat down with me or stood up with me at uh, <laughs> training camp yeah. and broke down Rip DHO, which I think is the most important play in the entire Nuggets playbook. And he was so insightful, man. I knew a lot about the play going into our conversation. I knew twice as much coming out of that conversation. And hopefully if you watch the video, you will. And... Might be some more of that to go. Might become Ooh. a little series. We might spill all the Nuggets' secrets. We need Charles Clask on the show. We need to get Clask, We need man. Coach Clask on the show. Maybe it's a series with the different assistants. You know, Clask does. The, he's yeah. the analytics guy. Yeah. You know, um, maybe get Ryan Saunders. Talk about some defense. Let's do it. You Shout know? out Ryan Saunders. Vindicated. Vindicated. Oh, man. A few people had more of a, a fun arc than Ryan Saunders. Yeah. Worst defensive coach of all time. Best defensive coach of all time. Championship defense. <laughs> that might be a little insight into how little we know about what goes on in NBA coaching. Oh, no, man. Ryan Saunders, office. I think, was sweating it. Are you kidding? In December when yeah. the Nuggets were the worst defense in the NBA? Ryan's like, can you guys try a little harder? <laughs> a little harder tonight? Ryan Saunders is there sweating it in every coach's meeting. He's Bruce. like, Yo's not trying. I don't know what to do, guys. He's not Am trying. Am I allowed to yell at him? You guys, do we yell at him? Uh, too much. All right. Guys, this was a fun one. We got a couple of super chats before we get out. What do we got, Kale? Gordon oh, for the rest Canada. of the, all the Nuggets players' lives. 
They're going to be asked what it was like to play with the legend Nikola Jokic. AG and CB know that. Oh, they do. That. That's why they sit next to him so they can write the book. What yeah. if they're look, Christian Brown? He's thinking forward, man. He's going to be the guy that tells all the Jok- uh, the Jokic stories. Ulysses Ventura On his podcast. Colin Gillespie <laughs> does not move me. All right, man. Thank, I appreciate paying the money for that yeah. one. Thank Josh you. Barnett, D line, Adam need to. Oh, what is it? What is it? What is that? Hadouken, I don't know. Hadouken, Hadouken! Hadouken, these boys post show. Is that a Street uh, Fighter reference? Video game Come on, man. I'm telling you, these kids don't know. Nobody knows what it's like, man, working with these children all the time. It's unbelievable. I'm going to go home and play You just say my... you're one of the oldest people at the company. I'm, just, I'm not even that old, though. I'm not that I, old. I'm I mean, didn't say you were. Agree to disagree. Hadouken, Ken. Somebody said I, I pronounced Ryu. Is it Rui, baby? Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> I actually don't know Wolf, how you're supposed Wolf to say it. Wolf 21 him. time. <laughs> yes, we don't, we haven't Let's talk a, about Wolf 21. What was the least cool wolf? No, we haven't talked enough about 42, though. 21's companion. Wolf 42? Really good. Yeah, Wolf 42 Wolf was 42. really... Yeah. She was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I'd everybody, save Wolf 42 for tomorrow. Everybody, guys, tomorrow, post-game show for the final... The dress rehearsal tomorrow. Post-game show. It's going to be a banger. I'm actually very excited for the dress rehearsal. I think Porter plays. I Christian Brown, I don't know, but I hope he plays. I hope we get a full dress rehearsal. We'll learn a lot from tomorrow's game, I think. Yeah. Michael Malone will be back. Also, you guys dress rehearsal. You dress <laughs> up like you would for a game. Let's make sure to remember to do that. Okay. Friday, tarot card with Ariana Lenarski, the good witch of the West. She's been, been joining the show. I can't wait. It's always an absolute banger of a show. Yeah. Monday. A special guest in studio oh, that's going very, to be man. unbelievable. Very My special God. guest. And then Tuesday's banner night. Guys, I am so excited for all of this. Hit that like button for us on the way out. Don't forget to check out our player preview series. You want more content? You got more content. 10-minute player previews on all of the players. We got six of them up right now. Go watch all of those. We'll see you guys on the other side. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.